Welcome to No Cap with the Boys. How are we? Great, Ben. Yourself? Yeah, not bad. Freshly vaccinated, eh? Yeah. How you feeling? All right. Um, a little bit uh, of a slight headache, but all sweet. That's good to hear, man. And as always, this podcast sponsored by Body Envy Massage, Sydney's number one mobile massage service. On break, as we always say. Yeah, we are. <laughs> hey, Jacob, how are you, man? Good, mate. Good boys, how are we? Yeah, not bad. Just yeah, uh, not another way. another quiet week in footy. Yeah, there's always something interesting happening heading towards the back end of the season. So a lot a lot going on. Um, I enjoyed that Melbourne Manly game last week. I thought that was a really finals like intensity. Uh, yeah. Manly Manly could have got them, but yeah, Melbourne just too much class in the end. You wouldn't be disappointed if that was the grand final. No, I mean, but it shows you that Melbourne can be beaten. That's right. It, w- it was one of those games where it was try for try at one stage and it was really interesting. We, we hadn't sort of seen Melbourne be challenged like that for a while. So to see that, you know, was good. I think Manly sort of were a little bit exposed a, a bit. Like, you know, their attack probably wasn't as, as good as we've seen in previous weeks. But then again, that's a credit to Melbourne's defence. I think just to show that everyone that mainly are humans, they're attacking team, they're just humans. Um, because, you know, those past few weeks they've been putting on ridiculous scores and Trebojevic and Saab and Garrick and Cherry Evans, they've been forming all these sort of combinations that have been taking the, the comp by storms. But yeah, like Manly did well. You gotta remember they're they're coming sixth, you know. Yeah. Or fifth I think. So it's it's gonna be close, I reckon, to the back end of the season. But that was a good game. Especially following that um Penrith Melbourne uh Penrith uh Roosters game too. You know, you had three games that involved the top six, and two of those games were great. You just mentioned that Penrith Roosters, another cracker. You know, when you watch the Rabbitohs and the Eels game, it's just disappointing because, you know, it was like a finals game for 20 minutes, and then once again, Parramatta, the same issues. We talked about the on-field issues last week, what they had to do, and it's just the same story over and over. And after 20 minutes, they just couldn't be bothered to get into the grind with them. They were slowly taken out. Look, I think South Sydney are just a, a world-class side across the, across the park. Look, we've got to remember, we, we've got, what, four games left? And Parramatta are still in the top four. Like, you got to think about it. That's, that's pretty good of an achievement. I know it probably means nothing if they do nothing with it. But if you compare their sides to the other five teams or six teams in the top four, or even just the top three, because obviously the Roosters have injuries and mainly are quite a young, inexperienced side that are sort of, you know, playing above expectation. Like, they're not world-class across the whole park, you know. They don't have that X factor in their team. You know, we talk about Mitch Moses, talk about Gutton. They're just hard workers, in my opinion. Mitch Moses has his games, but they're not... What I'm trying to say is they're not a Latrell. They're not a, you know, a Munster or, or a Nathan Cleary that can just turn the game on its head by themselves. You know, when when things aren't going their way, it's very hard for them to sort of rely on that one person to or those two people to change it around. You know, for example, like Cleary or, uh, or Cleary or Trebojevic or Tedesco, someone like that, and that's what they lack. Like they 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 just what they've lost three in a row, three in a row, yeah. So they're just going through a bit of a patch, and I know because we saw it last year, it's very easy to say it's going to happen again. What what you're looking for is some improvement, yeah. Yeah. And like over the weeks, there hasn't been an improvement. Uh, it's fine to lose to Souths, right? But it's another thing, the way you lose to a team. Yeah. The way Roosters lost, they were competitive. Mainly, the way they lost to Melbourne, they were still in the hunt. Like they had an opportunity to win the game. Parramatta had no chance to win that game after 20 minutes. And I know not playing at Bank West is a massive factor, 
because that's been such a big thing on their side the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, but that's not any good enough it's excuse. It's not an excuse because everyone else is going through the same. A lot, like most of the teams aren't playing at home either. Well, the top six anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, there's no excuse for, for Parramatta at the end of the day. But they've got one of the hardest runs going into the finals, right? And if they don't beat Manly this weekend, they're not going to be in the four. Really? Who do they have after Manly? Well, they got Cowboys. So they probably win that. Well, they should win that. Cowboys, Melbourne, Penrith, I think. Melbourne, Penrith, the last two rounds. <laughs> they could probably get up for one of them. You could. No, I'm not saying... That's it. So that's the thing. You want to see them get up for it. Yeah. You don't want to... Like, it's not necessarily a win. For me, they, Parramatta, Penrith, form form doesn't matter. No, of course it's not. It's just one of those rivalries where you turn up regardless. Yeah. They, they need to make a statement very quickly. Well, we've been focusing on the on-field stuff. Their off-field crap has exploded this week. Um, you're hearing stuff about Brad Arthur, whether he's going to stay in the job or not. Brad Arthur fighting with the head of football behind closed doors, not being able to make decisions that you know benefit the future of the team. And then today you hear about, once again, contract negotiations uh, with uh, Clint Gutherson going really bad again. I mean, they had this same scenario three years ago, two years ago, when they extended his contract and they tried to lowball him. It's one thing to have your on-field in danger, but if your off-field activities are really not working and people you know, higher up or off the field aren't working, like a chief executive, chairman, everyone around the football club, that affects the football team. Whether, you know, whether directly or indirectly, it does affect the football team going forward. I mean, how many off-contract players do they have coming up? Like really good About players. About eight. Got Ryan Madison, you got Clint. No, no, said. Ryan Madison's extended his deal for another year. Has he? He can it's negotiate an option, yeah? in November. Yeah, he can negotiate. Extended just for a year. I'm talking about from November 1 this year, they've got people off contract for 2023. They include Let's that. look at... Clint. Yeah. Reed. Yeah. Dylan Brown. Junior Paulo. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a, these are big names. You can't keep them all, surely. Yeah, it's so a lot of money. Big decisions. Big decisions like especially Papa Lee, who's come now on nothing money and played out of his skin one of the informed second rows in the game he's going to have clubs chasing him so their window is very short here yeah. for this team you know we talk about uh, all right, they're not the elite team like that Melbourne or, or Penrith are but they're capable yeah, they're still a decent it. they're a competitive side we've seen it they beat Melbourne they're com- you know? yeah of course in the start of the year they're a competitive side so there are signs that they're good but they're not living up to it so someone's going to cop the blame here and it's either the coach or it's the head of football who you know when it comes to recruitment they have to do go through a committee, I heard. I mean, the only club that has to go through a committee. But five, who is five. head of football there? Mark O'Neill. Okay. Are you good friends with him, Jakes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I haven't. No comment. Yeah. No um, comment. Safest answer. But, yeah, I mean, that's just like, that's just kid-like, to be honest, to me. Like, to have that. As if you just don't have a... Proper dialogue between a coach and a head of football. They have to have uh, mediation. It, it, it is. It is unfortunate. It is unfortunate that BA doesn't get his court, like, get to have his say in the recruitment. Um, so some someone that does is Wayne Bennett, and a lot of a lot of clubs. Do. A lot of clubs do, but yeah. I remember a few years ago. Oh, sorry, not a few years ago when Bulldogs were contemplating signing a new coach. I think it was between Des Hasler and they were also weighing up Wayne Bennett before he went to Newcastle, he said to him, if I come to this club, I want to look after all of the recruitment. And they pretty much said no. 
So basically, I reckon the coach needs to play a major part in that. And I know you're the head of football, but the coach, that's his team. At the end of the day, if his team's not performing, the head of football, no one's going to talk about the head of football, they're going to talk about the coach. And if he's got a team that he doesn't really want, how do you expect him to deliver performances? Well, it's a joke because... It's actually a joke because they asked Brad Arthur when Michael Jennings got done last year who you're replacing him with and Brad Arthur just goes, oh, ask Mark O'Neill. It's like, you think it's a joke? You think it's like a running joke or something? It's, it's the truth. He doesn't have the call. He can't make the call. And there are obviously discussions. Is Brad Arthur the right man to take Parramatta to a premiership? If he doesn't have a say in recruitment, a, a, a majority say in recruitment, that's tough as a coach. Yeah, of course. He's got to ask himself, does he want to be there? <laughs> of course. Yeah, it's it's not about is he the right person. I think he's done a great job at the club. Like he's they're in the top four. Like like I know their team's not rubbish and but it's not the best team and he's he's done well with what he's got. No, but again we talk about has he hit a ceiling? Like we talked about last week, did he hit the ceiling and that's it, he can't go further than that. But is he being blocked or is it just his ability? That's, so that's right. That's has he question. hit the ceiling and why why has he? Is it because he doesn't have the players? And then you go, Why doesn't he have the players? You know. But you got to remember, like, Moses was out for a while too. That would have hurt them in a way. And their depth probably isn't as, as good as other clubs, you know, like a Penrith for the Roosters, for example, where, you know, they've got good depth within the club that can come on and take the role. Um, but it does say something about their, their juniors and reserves as well. Like, if they can't... You, well, you wanna say, if you want to say something, bro... Hey, 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 listen, bro. If you want to say something, buddy, and go... Because you two have both felt the brunt of the politics that happens around Parramatta. Don't come at me whether Brad Arthur wants to stay or Gutho wants to stay. He's both cop politics as players and as coaches yep. of their junior league. Yep. One of them, one of yous left, another one stayed. Yep. One, one's coaching development still at Parramatta, another one's gone and he's coaching a little bit higher up into development. At a different club. So you're saying there's a ceiling at Parramatta? For there something. is a ceiling at Parramatta. And till Parramatta have the the balls to bring in a former senior representative of that club like a Sturlow or a Cronin or... Price. Price. Yeah, Price, yeah. He's 70 years old, but go. <laughs> How old's Gus? About 80. Yeah. Who cares? He's doing a good job. Yeah, no, you're, you're making a good point. Um... Bro, Brad Arthur doesn't have too much pull in that team or that club. Um, he, the depth at Para, the, the depth at Para is his son. His son was filling in for um, Mitchell Moses. So don't say the depth because Para are looking at their depth as a long-term option. They want to create a, 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 a Penrith-style um, team around Arthur and uh, his son. The, and Para can't do that because Brad Arthur doesn't get to pick the players to put around his kid. Uh, can I ask you a question? Yeah. All right. If he did have the control, could he take him to that next level? Yeah, but it'll take him a few years. He's got to uh, clean up the mess of his um, player manager. So someone's well, got to... You think um, uh, Mark O'Neill's uh, Frank Panisi? Come on, man. Please. <laughs> love it. I love that. I love that. Please. No one's asking him to be a Frank Panisi. There's only one Frank Panisi and what he's done for the Storm, no one will ever do. You know, he's probably like a bullfrog at the Bulldogs in, in the 90s. Or You're on fire. Like, 
You're on fire, man. But I, I didn't understand what you meant by that depth thing with with his son. Like his son is the depth of that team. Like you you said, oh, they don't have depth. They've got yeah, they Sean, they've got Sean Russell that did well in that one game he, he played. played. One game um, on the wing against right. the Bulldogs. That Dylan Brown was missing last year for eight or eleven rounds. Yeah, Paris struggled with just Mitchell Moses in the half. True. Mitchell Moses was out for three or four rounds this year. Um, Brad Arthur's son has struggled to take over Mitchell Moses' spot. And Dylan Brown, as the senior half when Jacob Arthur was there, struggled to jump in and take leadership of the yeah. steering of that side That's on right. the field. So, so what they struggle with depth. So what you're saying is, on one hand, you've got Brad Arthur, who's obviously grooming his son to take over. Yeah. And he's fighting for that for that recruitment, that majority voice in recruitment, to make sure his son's successful. Yeah. And then on the other hand, you got Mark O'Neill, who's um, bringing yeah. his own players in or yeah. going through the committee and undermining Brad Arthur pretty much. That's right. 100% correct. I mean, it does... Hey, in a funny way, it makes sense. I mean, some... But it's going to come to a head soon. So someone's going to go. And who the hell are they going to get rid of? Well, BA's not oh. on big money. He's taking a pay cut to still be at the club. That's what I mean. Again, if you got rid of Brad Arthur, who do you bring in? Apparently, uh, there's rumours around um, Flanagan wanting to... Coming back. Uh, come back to the top job. And the two ti- uh, the two teams that are in need of a coach at the moment is the, the Tigers and Parramatta. Par- so you're done with Brad Arthur? Parramatta um, finish Brad Arthur off at the end of the year. All right. Uh, let's let, let's like look forward, yeah? They're not going to keep those players that are off contract we mentioned. All those, those really... They're, they're probably their most important players. So they can't keep all of them okay, because so there's a long list. There's Clint, there's Moses... There's Madison, there's Reed. You also got Dylan Brown, and they're going to be asking. They're asking for top dollar, and deservedly, right? Yeah, they've been playing well. Okay, they're not going to keep them more, and and Brad Arthur's still going to have that issue. Is there a point of him? Is there a point of him staying? No. I he might as well take big money and go overseas. I, like if I'm him, I'd, I'd take a hike before I get sacked and blamed at this rate. He'll be taking the money and going overseas. Yeah. I mean, possibly. Look, the only thing that resolves all this is a premiership. If they can miraculously win a premiership, or even it even all goes away. You reckon Parramatta's going to break a thirty-five year drought? No, no, I'm not well, saying that. I'm done broken. with. Hey, I'm done with Para this year. But even if they make the prelims, done. do you know what I mean? Yeah, like even get to that point, they can't even get to that point first. Mm. But what I'm saying is, ultimately, they want a premiership. You oh. like we know they want a premiership. Mm. They're begging for it. And they've had two good cracks at it. Yeah. And they failed. They've probably got another two. And that's it. Yeah. What were you going to say about the... Oh, yeah. Sorry. One. Because we're done with him this year. <laughs> what were you going to say about the juniors? Or I can't remember. Uh, mate, this guy just went on a bloody fire rant and uh, I just forgot. Yeah, okay. And to all our followers and supporters, it's not that I hate parents. It's just there's a real big, clear political world out there. And Para has the the biggest political team in. They've they've always had issues with the off field. They've always had issues. Even when they were winning, they've always had issues. Back in the eighties, there's always been something going on at Parramatta because it's such a it's a viable club. There's a lot of money to be made. That's mostly taking priority over the football on the field, the money you can make from the club. Yeah, yeah. Also, 
What do you think about this? That everything that's going on with Gutho right now is being done so that no one talks about the footy footy team anymore and everyone just talks about that situation. Possibly. Possibly, but... Because right now, Gutho doesn't have to be... Like, no one negotiates a contract renewal this far out from the finals, especially if your team's in the finals. Like, if you're a Bulldogs or something, yeah, fair enough. But Parramatta are in the top four right now. Why would his manager be coming out right now? They're on a three-game losing streak, a month away from the finals, and asking for a million dollars. I don't know how true that is. If this is just a show, just so that, like everyone is now, talking about that and forgetting about the team. And if that's the case, well done to Parramatta because if they they've win, taken a lot of attention off them. If they win, it's well done to them. But if they lose... Yeah, well then you go back to the it. Th- the problem is they've got bad history. All right, we we'll spent five power. minutes talking to about Gutho, Brad Arthur. What do you, let's talk about the team. What do you reckon the team is going to do in the in the next three to four rounds leading up to the final? I, I honestly think they're going to lose sorry, the top six games. Like, I don't think they're beating Manly this week. <laughs> no chance. Like I've give, I don't know. I just don't. Uh, ma- maybe they'll give them a game. I don't know if they can beat uh, Manly. They can beat Cowboys, but they'll lose to Penrith and Melbourne. And that's not going to get them a top four finish. And like I said, if they don't make the top four personally, they're going in the first round yeah. to some crap, to bloody Titans or bloody Knights. Like they're primed for it because it's disheartening. You're in the top four the whole year and in the end you don't make it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I gave them a lot of chances. I don't give Parramatta this many chances ever. I'm still giving them a chance. They can win this week. They can win next week against the Cowboys. And they might even beat Penrith. The only team they'll probably lose to is Melbourne. The only reason I say Penrith is not because form. Because like I said, their games are always close. And form means nothing. It's always a good game, Parramatta versus Penrith. There's so much rivalry between those two clubs. It's the new Parramatta versus Bulldogs when we used to be half competitive. But I don't know. I'm going to give them a chance. I'm going to say they'll win the next three of their four games. I could be very wrong. They could win zero or four. But I'll give them a chance. And you're giving them a chance? For one of their matches. Which is? Um, Melbourne? 24th, 21st of August. Cowboys. How long have you had that date in your mind? Um, Since about a week back. Yeah. If they lose against the Cowboys... <laughs> then you're done. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I reckon they yeah. might even lose in the first week of the finals. Who bloody knows, man? Who bloody but knows? Like Imagine I said, I'm giving him three out of four. Three out of four? Yeah, I'll, I'll help you there. I'll give them one out of four. That's fair enough. Oh, let's see what happens. Yesterday, uh, New South Wales Rugby League called off the rest of the, the reserve comps. grades, senior competitions, the women's premiership, everything. All the other comps they own, they called it off. We're Couldn't they take them up to Queensland too? No. No, you can't do that. Because they're not full-time, are they? Yeah. It's shit because you know it's another year lost for a lot of young players. And their development, and like you said, they can't bring them up, so they're not playing footy. You know, development is going to take a hit. It'll show very, very soon how much of a hit it will take. But, but the strong will prevail, like Melbourne. Yeah, but I mean, you got the Queensland Cups. Are they still going up there? Yeah. So I mean, oh, it's on hold now because of the lockdown. They had a bit of a lockdown, but they'll come back as well. Gus talked about today on his podcast. He goes, he proposed the summer league for those. Uh, teams, and he said it's going to go on whether it's official 
or unofficial because it's got a th- there's obviously a connection with the Sydney clubs to do something for the for those boys because they're not playing they're not training you know they pretty much at the end of the day you want to you want them to train for something you don't want training for no reason because they lose match motivation yeah motivation, motivation. That's, yeah, drive right? and the drive to to, I, to stay I'm fit. actually excited to watch this summer comp. Do you do you agree? I mean, you you were very close. Obviously, you were in a team. You were yeah, with I Mounties, was. Um, so I was with Mounties, which is considered as Bulldogs Reserve Grade. So, did they uh, talk to you guys this week? Um, yeah, they told us that the the New South Wales Rugby League um, has been canned. But besides that, um, nothing, more. nothing more. What do you think? Summer League would help these guys. I reckon um, Phil Goulds onto something. They should create uh, a summer league. A quick one, at least. Yeah, like an eight well, to nine round thing. Something like yeah. a Harold Matz comp. Or Everyone plays each other once. And uh, the two, uh, six teams or eight teams with the most wins goes to the finals. That's it. Just to keep it, keep something going there. That's right. And that's now two years where there's been no like sort of finals for this. And these players now aren't doing anything. And then, you know, for those that are on a training and trial or a development contract, they'll go straight into an NRL preseason. Whereas if they do this summer league comp, for about two months, like around Robin or something, I think it'll be great for the, for the for them. It'll be great for the game because at least the players are still doing something rather than just sitting at home doing nothing. And it's going to really take a big effect on on development if nothing's done about it. So they got to really act on it very quick. Um, now a few junior rugby league um, districts have also cancelled their competitions. Um, I think we're expected to hear more on on this coming Monday regarding the other districts or New South Wales Rugby League as a whole but I think this is a great idea just to you just got to keep the like if you want to develop players you you got to always make sure you keep going and keep going and keep develop, developing them and, and you know we've had two big breaks now and it's not going to help no one so they got to do something about it I think people get around it as well I mean, hundred percent. In know, summer, when there's no footy, everyone's sort of wishing the footy is on. comes back straight away. And now there's no World Cup, so you might as well. So just put those players into a two-month, you know, two-month um, program or competition, and come back after Christmas. And if you're like lucky enough to be part of the NRL preseason, jump in now, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it's an opportunity again to keep that that rolling because if that doesn't happen, if nothing happens at all. The quality that's coming through is going to be crap, and it's going to affect the next five years of NRL because you got these guys coming in. It's going to be a really shit um, transition. Whereas if you can do something like this, even doesn't even have to be a one-time thing. I mean, who knows when this thing's going to go or come back or whatever. It's all fucking. Don't get me started on it. But you should do these these kind of incentives, those these games for the boys because it's the only way. You you, you can do all the training you want. You don't get no experience, no proper football now. So you don't develop your IQ unless you play a game. You know what I mean? So yeah. hopefully they prove it. Uh, Valandi said he was happy with it. Abdo said they were pretty happy with it. I wouldn't be shocked if they went ahead with it. Oh, and I reckon clubs will get around it. With no Do you two think it's going to be too hot to play a summer comp or no? No. Let's play it at night. Just play it at night. And, play, and look, Bankwest hasn't been used. Stadium Australia hasn't been used. Why not use them? They're not going to be used during the off-season. Just use them then. They're not being used now, sorry. So, <laughs> may as well use them. True. All right, let's take a break, and we'll come back with the rounds. The following announcement has been paid for by... Body Envy Massage. 
So we uh, do massages all over Sydney. We're mobile. We come straight directly to you. We take bookings over DMs and um, text message. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. We've also got a website, bodyenvymassage.com.au. On Insta, it's Body Envy Massage. Facebook, it's Body Envy Massage 17. We're mobile all over Sydney, so we travel to the north, to the east. Sydney's number one. Sydney's number Sydney's one. Sydney's number one. You can't get better than this guy. Yep, and we're back. Um, oh, look, who's uh, decided to join us? Hello. Where you been? Uh, researching, mate. Still got a bit of research to do, but... You lost it. We, we fired you. No, no. I was just doing research. I didn't lose my job. You didn't get the email? The email? From who, mate? Headquarters. Yes. Well, I guess you're here, so you may, may as well. What do you, What have you got? What do you got for us this week? <laughs> Nothing. I'm still researching. All right. Keep at it. Uh, round twenty-two, boys. Get into the uh, nitty-gritty. Thursday night, Storm versus Raiders. Storm we talked about it. Tough win last week against Manly. Well, Storm, welcome back, Kafusi. And Ben's best mate, Isaac Lumi Lumi. Yeah, he's number 21. <laughs> Congratulations on the return. <laughs> to the reserves. Possibly. Raiders. Simonson's back for him this week. I thought he was out for the season, eh? No, yeah, so he's back on the wing now, which means Seb Chris has jumped out of the side. I think Rapana's been doing a great job there at fullback. I know Simonson w- went there before he got injured, but the way Rapana's been playing there at the moment... Yeah, it didn't surprise me that he um, remained there. And they've been winning games, so why change a winning side? <coughs> but it is another level. So it is, it is a, it's a must win for Canberra. Thoughts? Yeah, I, I reckon that Melbourne are going to flog them. <laughs> <laughs> no, chance. no chance. By like 35 points. No chance, huh? No. Canberra will be trying to make a statement in this game. Like They want to prove to the comp why they, they deserve to be in that top eight. We know how close it is. So, um, Canberra and Melbourne, bar that prelim final last year, tend to usually have very close games. And I have a question: Is this Jared Croker's first game back? No, he's been no. back for a bit. Oh, okay. You just noticed him. Yeah. I still think Melbourne will be too strong yeah. in the day, but I think it'll be closer than a lot of people think. Yeah, oh, I'm saying Melbourne. Um, Moving on to the next game, which is St George Penrith. Yeah, St. George lost to Canberra last week. They uh, welcomed back Gerard Veal, Josh Kerr, Silly, Fui Myono's back. <coughs> uh, Cody Ramsey takes Sims out. Penrith, great win last week. Bulldogs bound. Matt Burden had an unbelievable game. He killed him. Yeah, loving watching him perform later through the season for Penrith. Just exciting work. It's um, good to see what kind of talent we've got coming to our club. Yep. Uh, Nathan Cleary is named on the reserves. They said he's 90% ready to go. Well, now they're just playing games. No, no, he's not ready. He, just, I'm he, just he'll, I think he'll play this week. They're playing I don't games think right he's, now. Uh, I don't think he's playing. It's, you don't think it's, so? It's a good game to bring him back to. Um, who do they have next week? I'm thinking uh, South Sydney. Yeah, yeah they'll, they, bring him ba- they'll bring him back for that game. So no, they no, think they're going to bring him run? back this week. They're not going to bring him back you this week. You don't want to throw him into a South Sydney. Uh, who do they have after South? Para. Doesn't matter. The, then they'll bring him back for the Para game. So you don't think he's ready? So what? No, might as well just bring him back for the grand final, mate. Well, you've seen what's happened to 
other players that have come back from a shoulder subluxion injury. Yeah. Like Reid Marnie and... Um, Reid Marnie was just nothing you can do about that. Yeah, but he had a inj- shoulder injury earlier in the year. Okay. Yeah. So and you think he came back too early? Yeah, he did. Okay. I think Penrith 13+. plus. I think Pangai will be a late inclusion into that team and Nathan Cleary will go into the halves. Yep, there you go. I mean, that's the late mail. Penrith, yeah, Ben? 150%. All right. Friday night after that, Broncos-Roosters. Last time they played, Broncos upset them. Pretty fiery contest. Victor Adley got suspe- uh, sin-binned about five times. Xavier Coates is back. That's probably one of the weirdest exodus I've ever seen from a yeah, player. It's, it's been a very strange sort of relationship. But, but obviously, they're, they're done for after this year. Who's done for? Xavier Coates with Br- Brisbane. He's done for with Brisbane. Oh, he's yeah. now Melbourne, so he's going to become a superstar. Um, Sydney Roosters, Angus Crichton's out. Rory Hargrave's out. That's a lot of punch in the middle for them, so... I think they're just going to be too strong. Brisbane, no Osako, no Palacia, no Brodie Croft, as well as Jesse Arthur. So I know Roosters are understrengthened, but I reckon they'll be too good. And I think Dale Copley makes his return to the Roosters against his old club. So it'll be interesting. I think um, it'll be tough, but I, I just think those two, like they don't need any more outs. Roosters, they can't afford any more outs, Roosters. And they're versing a Brisbane team who know they've beaten them. They're probably going to come in very confident. They, they won't get the job done, but they'll be close. Yeah, what are your thoughts, Ben? No my chance. thoughts, uh, my thoughts are like the uh, like the Broncos have been doing all year. To all those Broncos supporters, don't have uh, have your hopes high. He's uh, losing this one by at least thirty points. Uh, you don't you think Angus Crichton, Rory Hargraves, nothing? Nothing. They can handle the, the, it. They can handle it. The players that step up will do the job. All right. I think I think Roosters too, man. But not not that bloody hard. I mean, far out. Give them a chance. All right. Eighteen. Saturday afternoon, Rabbitohs Titans. Rabbitohs too good last week against Parramatta. They're unchanged. Titans good win last week against. Who was it again? Titans versus Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah, Cowboys. Bloody hell. But it was a good win. It's an important win because they're trying to make the A2. Um, once again, they'll give it a they'll give it a good crack, but I think Rabbitohs too good. Yeah, did you see what the Rabbitohs did to Para last week? Yeah, I think Parramatta will be too... Uh, Rabbitohs will be too strong. I know Titans are coming good and that Sexton's been good for them, but I think 13-plus here to the Bunnies. What's his name? Did you pick Titans? No, I picked um, Rabbitohs. Okay, I'm just making sure. Yeah. How many did you get right last week, tipping? I think six out of eight. You picked uh, Cowboys? Who did they play? Titans. Um, you don't yeah. have to think about it too far. Yeah, yeah, I long. picked the Cowboys. Okay. Speaking of Cowboys, Cowboys, Tigers. This should be a good game just because there's going to be no defense played. Yeah, it'll be one of those games like we saw on the weekend with the Dogs and Tigers. Exactly. Tigers, I mean, they beat the Bulldogs. It wasn't really convincing, but they got the job done. So they're technically still in the hunt for the eight. I reckon they'll slide into nine like every year. <laughs> so you think they're going to win this one? The Cowboys say goodbye to Jason Taumalolo for the year. Yeah. What again, happened? Fractured his hand again. I feel, I feel like there's some... I feel, yeah, third time, I feel like it's just a bit of bullshit now. Like, three times you fracture your hand. Yeah. He doesn't seem happy at the club. I reckon uh, he'll be on the transfer market next year. 
coming to the Bulldogs. You think he's going to give up one million a year? Cowboys can pay half the salary. Cowboys or Tigers? I'm going to go with um, the Tigers. I got Tigers. Yeah, I think Tigers too. Tamalolo being not being there is going to be a massive boost for Tigers. All right, uh, match of the round for me: Manly versus Parramatta, Saturday night. Well, it's not match of the round for you. No, match of the round for me is um, Bulldogs Warriors. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eagles Eels. Big game for both teams. A top four spot on the line for both. Per second, simply out for uh, Manly. And Reid Marnie, obviously, gone for the season. Who uh, comes in at number nine? Will Smith? Uh, Joey Lusick. Oh, that's not bad. Manly Parramatta. Who wins? He said... I'm calling Parramatta 1-12. to 12. I'm going to go Manly. I'm going to go with the team from Brookvale. Manly Eagles. You know where Brookvale is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I live there. Warriors Bulldogs Sunday afternoon. I mean, who cares? But for the sake of it... Kane Evans is out after last week. Um, I don't know what the hell happened to him. What got <laughs> <Yeah>. into him? <laughs> that was the funniest game to watch in my life. <laughs> I don't know. I think, like, like they're uh, saying, Chambers crossed the line. No one really reacts like that to sledging unless it's really that bad. So it must have been pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say it, but who knows? Man, who knows? Just, yeah. It was just a brain brain fade there. Yeah. Did anyone see the Warriors play a second at the end of the game? <laughs> yeah. No. Hey, bro, they're on a winning streak, but they've yeah. won two tough they games. They were yeah. down both games, came back. Poor that Reese Walsh guy. He's a very good man. Only, what, 18, 19? Yeah. yeah. And future. the Warriors actually have a decent bench. Like, they've got Nick Arima, Afoa, um, Tanoa Brown's back from the Dragons, and, and Katoa. Katoa. So, they've got a decent side. And, and no, no Evans, no Lodge. Yeah. So... Uh, Bulldogs' whole four-pack is out, so they've had to get reinforcements. Uh, they've loaned in two Raiders players, Corey Horsburgh and Ryan, Ryan James, are in the team. I mean, Ryan James is starting. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine mean, he wins this for us. I mean, to be honest, they're probably better than what we lost. But yeah, they are. I swear. Um, but yeah, don't we have, like, an Ogden uh, in our side? Why wouldn't they move Ogden up? He's uh, probably not fit. How about Runoff Atoni? He's gone back home because yeah, of his kid. Home. His wife's oh. pre- pregnant. Yeah. Um, but with with the with the dogs, like for Canberra, one, it's nice what they did, but two, it's also going to benefit them. Yeah. So these players are going to stay fit because there's no reserve grade at the moment. If they need them, if they make the eight and they need them for the finals, at least they know they got. Oh, do we have to give them back when? They well, it's a, it's a two week loan. So Only yeah. two weeks. Oh. Till the suspensions are up. Yeah. But I think the Warriors just will still get the job done. Yeah, I think I think Warriors win. <laughs> Who's winning? I'm gonna say the Warriors. You know what? That means Kendra is winning. I hope so. I <laughs> hope I hope it works. You can't change it. Uh, moving on, Sharks Knights. Um, another two teams fighting for that top eight spot. Sharks last week <laughs> were uh, very lost. disappointing. Yeah, I mean, it's like the I don't know what to say about the Sharks. Eh? like. They're good, but they're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're just in the middle there. Yeah. Cronulla yeah. lost their touch after Paul Gallen retired. But um. I mean, that's another. That's another. New- Newcastle have come good. You know, Ponga and Pierce back finding their form. Jaden Braley back from a, from a rest. So I think they'll get the job done the Knights. And you know, it's not beyond sh- Sharks, but it's not. But Chambers being dropped doesn't really help him, I suppose. Mm. Even though he wasn't playing. 
the best, but they've got a second row in the centres uh, who could be up against Bradman best, or if not, Kurt Mann. So st- still two quick, nippy sort of outside backs. Big, big centre, but I wouldn't yeah. like to run at him. Yeah. Talakai. I, I think Knights. Again, Knights should win. He wins. Um, Newcastle Knights. All right. That's the games. Um, Benny. All right. Since you've got no bloody rumours, again, for four weeks straight because of COVID, we're going to play the game again. Why not? Who he played for? You been enjoying it? Yeah, I got the first week. Um, I did all right. Two out of five. Ready to go? 100%. Who he played for at the time of the game? Hit the music. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Uh, courtesy of the research bureau. So you did something. Congratulations. Appreciate it. All right. First player. Simi Sasagai. Who he play for? Oh, Sasagi. Simi Sasagi. The Gold Coast Titans? <laughs> Close. Newcastle Knights. Oh, okay. Unlucky, my unlucky. Uh, second player. You should get this one. I mean, honestly. Jazz Tavanga. Who he play for? Easy. Yeah. The New Zealand Warriors from Auckland. He's their number nine this week. All right. Enough information. Congratulations. You got one. Back in the books. Um, third player. This name. Makahesi Makatawa. Who he play for? Makahesi Makatawa. Are you actually thinking? That's what this No, be honest. If you are, that's fair enough. But if you're not, don't milk it. Five seconds for... Oh, the Gold Coast Titans? <laughs> no, not everyone plays for him. I promise you. Jesus Christ. Uh, he's, making his debut, he's making his debut this week for the Eels. Para. Oh. What right. position? Prop. Why? Who's um, out? Oregon. Fair enough. All right, fourth player, Griffin Nemi. Who he play for? Can you repeat the name? Griffin Nemi. Or Nemi. Newcastle Knights. You're on the right track with the North Queensland Cowboys. <laughs> Uh, uh, last one, honestly, if you don't get this one, I mean, this game's done. Jacob Host. Who he uh, played South for? Sydney Rabbitohs. <laughs> he's <laughs> on the wing. No, no, he's not. No, he's not, but yeah, he had the club right. That's all you had to say. Yeah. Nice work, Ben. You got one and a half out of five. Well <laughs> done, mate. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, boys. Uh, how do you feel, all right? Oh, great, great. Excellent. Yeah. Jeez. All right, boys. Thanks. Appreciate thanks, it. So. Thanks, thanks, so thanks, 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 Research Guru. Thanks for coming back after five weeks. Ten weeks. No, you've just had too many guests on, so I thought I'd take a step back and call in, say hello, something. Next time, I have to tell I'll, you. I'll call in next week. All right. Thanks, Ben. I appreciate it. Thanks, All right. See you next week. Take care. Enjoy the footy.